0: Six thirty, Chad afternoons with Jalen Nye weekdays at two on Six Thirty, Chad. So yesterday, uh, Sunday, February six, two thousand and twenty two, marked seventy years since Queen Elizabeth ascended to the throne following the death of her father. Her platinum jubilee will be officially celebrated in June. The Queen is now ninety-five years of age, and a letter released yesterday outlined her wish that when Prince Charles becomes king, his wife Camilla will be named Queen Consort. Queen Elizabeth has had a close relationship with Canada over the years and during I think it was her last visit, she said, quote, It was good to be home. So what was what is it about that connection between the Queen and Canada? And what does the future of the monarchy look like? As we know, things are going to change rather dramatically in the coming years. Let's explore that with Dr. Uh, Serika Bose, who is a University of BC lecturer in Victorian literature and an expert on the royal family. Welcome to the show.
1: Thank you. It's great to be
0: here. Yeah, it's lovely to speak with you. So we know, as I mentioned, the Queen has always seemed to have a, a genuine affection for this for this country of Canada. She's visited many times; I think thirty plus times. Uh, always participating in some some big celebrations, um, including I think it was the the hundredth anniversary of the, of the province of Alberta a number of years
1: back. What what's that connection from? Do you think? Well, I think there's been a long-standing connection and affection for Canada by members of the royal family from the Victorian period, certainly. And her parents, her own parents, came and visited Canada when she was still a princess. And I think there, there has been that sense of personal affection for Canada because of uh, the many associations. And I think they, they have friends. They've made friendships here. I think they also see that they feel that Canada and the British uh, nation have certain kinds of heritages in common, of course, as well as certain kinds of perhaps values and traditions in common. And those types of connections can continue to meaningful, can feel that uh, there is a possibility to continue something that is um, almost family-like that has been a, a habit, if you will. <laughs> Dr. Bose, I, I wonder about,
0: well, we know that the support for the monarchy in Canada has been strong over the past number of decades. Those numbers starting to go down a little bit. I think we're seeing a definite change, uh, you know, maybe in the level of support, especially maybe over the past decade or so. So, But I suspected that the, that support of, uh, and I can say the, the support of the monarchy, but I would say maybe more particular, it's the support of the Queen. I think that, I think Canadians have a great respect for the Queen herself,
1: maybe not for the rest of the institution. I think you're right. The Queen herself has demonstrated uh, consistently for the 70 years she's been on the throne that she represents duty, hard work, integrity, um, also adaptability, because monarchy has adapted over these decades. I think there is that affection because I don't think she is really connected with any of the types of scandals that... Her family was associated with before. Many versions of the monarchy were associated Mm. with many scandals well before her children's generation. And certainly, I think that people have heard certain stories more often than other stories. It doesn't mean that other stories aren't there, but because of those stories about Prince Charles, for example, Mm. and more recently about her grandchildren, those stories have dominated over other stories that are also
0: existing well yeah and of course P- uh, prince andrew right now as well what do, you, what do you think that you know those controversies um how they're going to impact the monarchy as it moves forward
1: well i think that the the s- somewhat swift um separation and distancing that have occurred between, say, Prince Andrew or Prince Harry, those kinds of separations, once they are really in place, once people uh, are used to these separations, once people are used to not seeing these these individuals uh, doing the work of the monarchy, some of the charity work, for example, um, that can that can move the monarchy forward. and in their place when it is possible to see members of the royal family, whether it's Prince William or Prince Edward, for example, Princess Anne, doing a lot of hard work, doing a lot of the types of work that the monarchy does. Um, When people see that, there might be a kind of um, change of heart a little bit. But the thing is that the monarchy is a very old institution, and in the modern world, it has to adapt in order to feel relevant to people. And Dr. Sarah
0: Bose joining me this afternoon I, I think Prince Charles is going to have uh, Prince Charles and uh, Camilla are going to have a challenge as, as he, uh, when, when his time comes to uh, become king to to keep that connection to keep that connection. I, I just don't see it in the same way as, as Queen Elizabeth. And I'm not sure if that's a fair statement on my behalf, um, or, or maybe it's just because the Queen has been the Queen for so long. But I do think that Charles is going to have a big challenge ahead.
1: I agree that I, I do think he will have a challenge because there has been um, a, th- this history mm-hmm. with Prince Charles. Certainly, um, with his marriage to Princess Diana, there there has been um, a series of. Events, incidents, stories, of course, the great tragedy, uh-huh. all of these together have have uh, combined together to, to give him a particular character. Now, in terms of the actual work he does, that is something that hasn't been highlighted when he has been one of the earliest proponents of organic gardening. He has <laughs> been one of the earliest... Uh, Promoters of care for the environment, and this has been going on for over 30 years. And this is someone who is really a pioneer in terms of the royal family really trying to work for um, the environment, which is the issue today. And he also is somebody who has been tirelessly advocating for the kinds of work that farmers do, uh, the the kinds of work that artisans do in England, and really promoting the work of artisans. Um, mm-hmm old professions and of ordinary people, and don't forget that he also established the Princess Trust yeah. um, as well to promote the lives and careers of young people. And so I would say that the, his deeds, other than his personal life, mm-hmm. have been have proved that this is a hardworking person who does have his pulse in many ways on current concerns. I, I think it's... Um
0: often forgot about that Queen Elizabeth was never supposed to be in that role, right? Um, and mm-hmm. and to be thrust into that position, and I know some people are probably listening to this going, oh, saying, oh, come on, she's one of the richest women in the world, she lives castle. she's got jewels, she got all this sort of stuff, but you know, um, I would suggest that that life um, obviously has its uh, downsides uh, as well. And some people might call b s on that uh, for me as well, and that and that's fine. But she made that promise when she um, became queen, uh, that her life would always be devoted to the service of of her countries to the commonwealth the letter that she that was sent out yesterday on the anniversary of her ascension she signed off the message your servant elizabeth r Mm -hmm. and and i think that that steadfastness um is still very appealing and amazing to a lot of people supporters
1: I agree, and I think that when people look at the big castle, I think they don't think of how she lives in that big castle because I think she's famously thrifty. And um, she has, she's, turns off electricity. She uh, uses old sheets that are sewn down the middle when, they, when they're when they worn. She has, I believe, cereal out of Tupperware. Uh, and so there's a lot of these very kind of perhaps endearing and very everyday types of choices that she makes that uh, I think belie what people expect from the queen and the castle. And as you say, she's been steadfast and very hardworking. Um, And I think one of the proofs is that she she remains very well informed about world affairs as well as local affairs. And she works on those red papers in the red box every single night at 95. have, Have you ever met her? I have not met her I have uh however I I have uh close friends who work with her and have worked with the royal family in many uh committees
0: Mm, interesting interesting uh it will certainly be um I don't know how to I don't say end of an era seems to be too uh small of a uh, of a statement but uh when her time comes and she passes boy oh boy um certainly she has seen so much and been a part of so much. It's it's going to be it's going to be different for many monarchists moving forward. Yes. And I I think it'll
1: be emotional for many people because she has been there for their whole lives. And I keep thinking of uh, accounts you hear when Queen Elizabeth I Mm. passed away, and she was called Good Queen Bess by (laughs) the general populace. And I feel that perhaps that is going to be the affectionate reputation Mm. that this Queen Elizabeth will have. Dr. Bose, we'll leave
0: it there this afternoon. Thanks for this. I appreciate your time. Thank you. Take care.